2: I want to send my thoughts and prayers out to my guy, Alderman Sterling yesterday, uh, UFC fight night. Uh, I think it was UFC. It wasn't a fight night. It was 259, I believe, was the UFC. Um, but my goodness, was that man shook? Was that man, uh, he just didn't seem fit to do anything after the fight. He, he won the belt because of disqualification from Peter Yan. And, yeah, well, and when they put the belt on his waist, He couldn't even bear the weight of the belt heavy is the head that wears the crown, Mm. you know, and Mm. and he threw threw the belt, and he literally fell to the ground and then after all that after seeing all of that, they still made him do the post game interview. They no. still made him answer questions with
3: bright no, light. No, 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 no. He, he wanted to. That was his choice. That was his choice. That was his choice to do the interview. No, I don't think it no, should that be was your his choice. choice. It, it was his think, choice to do the interview. I don't think
2: it should be your choice. I, if, and, and you know what? Shame on his corner for not stopping him because that man had a concussion. Yeah. That man had, that man had to go to the ER. That's for what sure. that man had to go to.
3: For sure. No, I feel like I feel like it might be different for for that type of sport, man. They have to like address it, like just just how they are. Like, even like, no, I don't think anybody would, would be able to stop him, like him throwing the belt down. Like, that would be considered disrespectful if it wasn't for what happened. Like, he said, he doesn't even really deserve it. So, he has to address the people at the time, man. No, and, but not at
2: the time. You don't have to do it at the time. I know he
3: should. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have, man. And someone should have said something to him. His I court, shame on his, his on his corner. corner I don't shame, I know. Shame on his corner. Shame on the other guy's corner, bro. Yeah. His corner is disgusting for saying, go ahead and with that kick, man, and just getting it done. And at first, I'm not a UFC person. So when I first saw it, I looked at it, I'm like, yo, was it really that bad? Uh, right. And I'm like, dude, I hope like it's not that bad, man. And I looked at the first angle. I'm like, oh shoot, it is really bad. Like, dude, he really, really did him in. Because yeah. at first, you know, you always have when it comes to Jamaican athletes, man. For a split second, he had that Asafa Powell moment. I'm like, oh shit, man. I hope he's not just faking it, bro. So he could just get the get the belly But like, yo, dub's a dub. for what I saw it in slow motion again. It's it's a, it's a reaction. I'm sorry, man. Jamaicans have it, was Jamaican time, man. Yeah, you, you thought it
2: was an asafa <laughs> Powell moment. That's
3: hilarious. But yeah, no, but that, look, that's a straight I, I, disgusting bias I, I, corner.
2: Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. Obviously, Amanda Nunez. Shout out to her for just absolutely dominating. She's actually crazy. She's probably the, <laughs> she's probably the goat. No one's touching her when it comes to competition. And then Izzy, sure. Izzy losing, I guess, was a surprise to me as I wouldn't say a casual fan, but just a fan who mm-hmm. like thought Izzy was going to like do the thing. Yeah, obviously, yeah. he's still uh, uh, Blockowitz. I don't know how to say his name, to be honest. Yeah. Retain the title. The, so. the,
3: the, the, the power from Poland, bro. The Polish yeah. power, bro. Yeah, he got a like hammer crazy. on his
2: chest, bro. This man got a hammer on his chest like he's Thor, bro. What are we talking about?
3: <laughs> was really- you know what time it is. But it is difficult to go up like a weight class and stuff like that. And to him, to try to go up to heavyweight for Izzy yeah. to try and do that. Like, it's very, very difficult. Because, like, after the weight and then when he came in at 205, like, that, that that Polish power dude came back at, like, 225, and he was just sitting on him in the ring, man. <laughs> dude, the physics is just physics, man. If it's bigger and it's going down, yeah. you're going down.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, But, I mean, I, I think the conversation from from the UFC was just that remain Sterling fight, realistically, and just how crazy, just how absolutely crazy that whole thing was to me. You know what I mean? Just, just, completely,
3: I, nuts. just completely nuts. That's completely nuts. did you um, catch a little bit of that celebrity um, (laughs) basketball that was going on?
2: So I watched the highlights the day after. I watched the highlights the day after. And I I will say this. I do think it's funny that, like, um, you know, they even made this event. (laughs) you know it's kind of it's kind of weird to me that this event even happened with everything you know we kind of got a celebrity game technically with with Quavo and Lil Baby and Jack Harlow and 2 Chains being in a basketball game but man was it some bad basketball like I actually I honestly think (laughs) I honestly think that if like me and you and like a couple of our friends (laughs) we would put on a better show than what they did to be honest with
3: you <laughs> want some plays you know <laughs>
2: yeah we do something this is bad this is really bad
3: bro i don't believe that him and james Harden are this close of friends it's physically impossible james Harden, how could you do this to your boy man if you're so close yeah. how can you let your boy be so trash at ball? you gotta
2: man? you gotta you gotta get your guys some some minutes you gotta get him into the gym Yo, you know what's crazy though? I think like obviously I saw Cuervo's stat line. It was like 17 points, 14 rebounds, one block. Like, okay, that's sure, that's crazy. But you got to understand, Cuevo is like head and shoulders better than every single one of those guys. Like he he actually he he competes and runs against actual. Well, Ch- Ch- chain is
3: actually pretty good in, in his prime, yo. Know? When James is younger, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Sure yeah. I, the, I feel the, like, like I feel like scholarship. No,
2: no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah. I feel like right now. It, putting two chains on the court is like, if I were to throw, um, if I were to throw like, I don't know, Antoine Walker on the court right now, that man would be.
3: <laughs> I can just see your face. You are just going through your mind. Like, no, who's more disrespectful. No. Who's more disrespectful? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I was going through my database of former NBA players just to see who I can,
3: who I can name him as, but like, I, I just came down with Antoine Walker. Like, Every yeah. time Jack Harlow was shooting, I was thinking of that song where he's like, Tally Hero's going to help me work on my jumper this summer. <laughs> Damn, where was the help? Was he busy or something? Or like, I was, My, my
2: favorite part on? of the whole game, to be honest with you, was after the game, the post-game interview. What Quavo said and then what Jack Harlow said. Let's listen to both of those right now.
3: I approve it tonight. Now, there's been a lot of talking this week about this game. I know Lil Baby went on Instagram. He posted a story. He said a guy like Jack Harlow can't beat me in anything. What do you think he meant by a guy like Jack Harlow?
4: You heard the bigger picture. You know what he's talking
5: about. All right, there we go. Adam, over to you. We doing it for the town. We doing it for the city, man. We all good players. We all some winners. It's just a great game. But right now, Huncho took home the money. Huncho and Harlow just took home the money. We going big M's. What we doing tonight, Jack? It's the new Huncho Jack, baby. We're probably po- we're-, we're turning up. We're turning up. Come on.
2: Yo, Jack Harlow thinks he's a comedian, eh? <laughs> Jack Harlow thinks he's funny, eh? Listen, th- yo, the bigger picture, okay? That that that's probably my favorite Lil Baby song. This man <laughs> this man trying to put disrespect on my guy Lil Baby. Yo, did you not hear the verse Lil Baby dropped on Scary Hours? We're going to get to that in a little bit. But but we'll, we'll oh, sorry, obviously yo. we'll dive into that later, but like Yo, d- put some respect on my guy Lil Baby, bro. What the hell? Ah,
3: Double entendre, bro. He's like, is i white, bro? <laughs> you know what the song was about? <laughs> Listen, man. I never want to hear from Lil Baby again a verse about balling ever again. I don't want to hear it. No, nothing. Anything, scuba diving, anything. I don't want hear no more. Yeah, I'm balling my
2: bros. Lying. Mm. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> yo the way he bricked that free throw though that was the most funny part of the whole thing how could you no but like genuinely if you've ever played basketball in your life how could you brick a free throw that badly nah man nah you can't even
3: say like oh he's nervous or anything like he hasn't been to like thousands of hundreds yeah
2: like he hasn't performed in front of millions and then to to see this that's embarrassing um Yeah. I thought it was fun though. Like whatever it is, what it is. I, I I guess we just got to accept the fact that they're doing these festivities and we just got to, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's stupid. It's
3: back to the thing again. We're, um, rappers want to meet ball players and vice versa, man. You yeah. Know, rappers yeah. will do this any given chance, man. Any given chance. Exactly, man. And you know, it's funny. It was like, uh
2: because the people that were interviewing them were like the conventional NBA people and they were asking them questions like they were NBA players. And then Jackie Harlow, sorry, J- Jackie, Harlow, Jack, Jackie Harlow, Jackie Harlow, like he's Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jack Harlow and Quavo, right? Uh, at the end, they're like, yeah, we're we go, we going to go out and celebrate this 3Ms, Quavo, Harlow. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, can you imagine an NBA player answered a question like, hey, Quavo, great game. What would you think about your team's performance tonight? And he's like, yeah, we're going we to celebrate tonight, 3Ms, baby. <laughs> like, come on. I, I want to see, I wanna see a, a, an NBA player adopt that type of personality. Actually, you know what? The closest guy we have to that is like Anthony Edwards. Anthony <laughs> Edwards is hilarious. That's my guy. But
3: yeah. man. That's cool. That's cool. And that was so
2: funny, man. It it was so, it's just a wild uh, occurrence, but I guess, okay, maybe this is a good point to segue because we are talking about little baby. Uh, We should probably talk about scary hours. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, at least. We did our review and and uh, and watched it. We did our full- a little
3: bit. We give them a full twenty minutes. We yeah, just- we we just- did <laughs> it all
2: full. yeah. Well, listen. Well, listen. We really liked it. I personally really yeah. liked it. I thought the three pack was perfect. And I have I have a little bit of a conspiracy theory for you that I wanted to throw out there for you. Go if you listen, it. if you listen to the three songs on Scary Hours Two, right? Mm-hmm. All three of them have three very distinctive sounds, three sound, all three sound completely different, actually, to be honest with you between what's next, which is, uh, you know, you could go more for like a Playboy Cardi. You even mentioned it in the pod, like the Playboy Cardi type beat. And then the little baby song was more of a little baby type beat. Right. And then you, and then you go to number three, which is more of the, you know, traditional rap style that we we've listened to. Obviously the Rose thing has always worked well for Drake. And he dropped that on there as well. So it's like the three distinct styles that Drake wants to show off in this album. And he's saying, okay, ladies and gentlemen, which three do you like more? Which of the three do you like the most? Because now I will plan my CLB album accordingly. I'm going to go, okay, you want more of number two? Let's add seven of those. You like less of number three? Okay, let's only put two of those on there, you know? It's, it's meticulous, bro. This is a method to the madness. He, I think... Didn't he do the same thing with Dark Lane Demo Tape?
3: Um, Not not, not really. It was, Dark Lane Demo Tape was just like most... Just like the Lucy's, that stuff that he had previously that have been like not mixed and mastered or not on streaming services and kind of just put out. But he's been leaking his own stuff for a long time. And I thought before like we've been saying this for a very long time like he's leaking his own music you know just trying to get people to test it out to test right? it's good and all of that but recently i don't i think i'm on the other side now i, th- I think i'm starting to disagree well because well,
2: well, well then okay so then if you disagree why do you think he leaks his own music
3: no i think that i think that's now his music's getting leaked not by himself someone's leaking his music i feel oh. like someone is leaking his music now because what was the video shot for what's next i believe it was a music video yeah like why shoot a music video for lucy that's been around for months upon months right and no one's really kind of really heard of it so i don't know man it's it, it, it's fishy and he slick it too on his on his overall sound radio saying like yeah man and still putting the finishing touches on it just so i was like yeah we don't really have a final date on it man you know like <laughs> oh my like, If he keeps talking about his injuries and getting getting right and stuff like that, I just hope he's ready for the playoffs, man. I just really hope he's (laughs) gonna be okay and be back in time, man. Hey,
2: I actually think Quavo. I sorry. If you swap Drake and Lil Baby in that thing, that would have been a more competitive match, I think. Oh really? eh? Okay. I think it would have been a little bit more competitive. At least a little bit more. If you if you swap sorry if you swap Lil Baby and Drake. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a little bit more competitive.
3: Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that'd be uh, a good matchup still. You know who's been killing it though, in terms of like Drake and dynamic duels? Drake and Rick Ross. Let me just read off for you right now. Yeah, I don't think Drake and Rick Ross would do well on a basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, they can the, run the pick and roll. Pick and roll, pick and pup. Pick and pup. <laughs> <Pick and> pup. <laughs> Rosé! Yeah. <laughs> straight threes man let me just give you off the list right now we have lord knows gold roses aston martin music stay scheming dice pineapples i'm on one money in the grave free spirit deuces remix no new friends pop that lemon pepper freestyle all hits no misses
2: yeah i think they need an album (laughs) <laughs> I'm real with you. I, I, I like Drake has already had a collab album in his books, you know, he's done it with with, with future mm-hmm. and it's a, and it's a fucking it's a great album. What a Time to Be Alive is a great album. Yeah, but I could listen to 30 songs straight of Drake and Rick Ross exchanging bars on sampled lo-fi type beats. I could yes. listen to like 30 songs. I could I easily, I you know, yes. they could drop a Chris Brown style album where it's like 60 songs, and I would listen to it. I'm like, not that. <laughs> I'm not
3: that. I promise I'm, you. I'm definitely listen. Give me like an album of like lots of lo-fi stuff, lots of pianos, talking about jazz. Give me two hours of talking about raps and stuff and luxury Bro, by, stuff. By track 40,
2: by track 40, I want them to do a barbershop quartet together and then do the jazz cat. The.
3: Oh, that would be pretty sick. Oh, okay. Ooh, hey. okay. ooh. Okay, okay. Yo, give, me, give, me, give me behind the boards, my guy.
2: Yo, listen, me, 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 and my guy Nate gotta be the A and R for that
3: album, bro. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys need some, <laughs> let, let us say and like we're LeBron, bro. They don't need no A and R at all. These three singles is probably going to go down as the top 10 selling albums, hip-hop albums of the year for 2021. Guess how much they impressed. sold? How much they sell? 110K first week. as three songs? Three That's tri- crazy. That's I'm so crazy. spooked right now. As I got a-
2: Yo, I wonder what it would have been if he dropped like six songs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think it would have been if he it dropped? It's double? Six, literally. <laughs> 220, like over 200K, yeah.
2: Wait, um, I don't know if you have this off rip. I'll, maybe I'll give you a little second to search it up. But um, what about Dark Lanes Demo Tape? How much did that sell first week? Do you? I want to say
3: that did around 60 to 80K. But oh, so I it
2: did that. less than this?
3: Yeah, Dark Lanes Demo Tape. But that was just like um songs we've ever he- already heard before. Not all. Like, you know? No, I, most
2: not all of it. Like there were some that we already heard, but I could have put you somewhere where
3: no one could find you um oh, yeah I think you're right the mixtape debut number one on the uk album charts yeah 20 20k first week
2: that's probably just in the UK though to be honest with yeah you. yeah um okay well it, it probably did somewhere the same it probably realistically did something the same right like something 100k probably because like that was oh, the- no it's saying
3: it's saying 223k first week.
2: Oh, so yeah, you're right. So Okay. So this is actually, this lends to your theory because Darklands demo tape was like 11 songs, you know, and, and this, this is, this is three songs and it does half as much. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy to me, man. Hey, but you know what though? Those three songs were elite. Um, I, I think when you talk about what's next, uh it kind of proves to a lot of people that he can jump on that playboy cardi sound. If he wanted to, a lot of people were like, nah, it wouldn't sound good. It wouldn't sound good. It does sound good. Uh, nice your beak. It does sound good.
3: Uh, <laughs> yo, um, yo, we brought dark lanes demo tape. How did I like Mrs. Blank? I'm like, yo, I swear this is like the Lucy pack that he just put up. No, what
2: no, is, no. Like, that was cool the, that was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the, yeah, the The loose leaf one was the package. I forgot it was called. I forgot what it was called. It was like self care package or something.
3: I don't oh know. yeah, yeah. Oh, I was talking about that one. Oh, this one where he has one to say one in Chicago freestyle. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, this man's been putting up bear stuff. <laughs> yo, bro, yo, this album better be a certified classic, fam. <laughs> this man put that out in May and more leaks, and then this, fam. Yo, honestly, he's kind of been consistent. If you think about it, he's kind of been consistent. Okay. Okay. Like,
2: like um, uh, yo cuz like that dark lanes demo tape kind of fed people for a while and then scary hours is going to feed people for a while. I'm pretty sure we're going to get an album by like maybe summer, right? Um I think he's just waiting until stuff opens up so he can drop the album. Like the more stuff opens up, I feel like he'll he'll do a lot better in terms of sales too.
3: Yeah, probably. Like he wants to be able to tour. Like he's one of those acts where it's like you make so much money on touring that like you basically cannot afford to drop an album and not tour like that's weird yeah well uh, speaking of people in that type of level drake all of that well maybe drake's definitely not on this level yeah but he's gonna get there we gotta talk about jay-z and his new deals man
2: yeah you know? uh, well, so so from what i saw he sold title right he sold title to, tw- to
3: twitter ceo jack dorsey yeah like a, a few i think like earlier on like maybe like seven years ago he sold a third to like sprint and then he sold another third to someone else, I believe. And then this last third right now, he gave to Jack Dorsey. Well, not gave to him, but sold to him.
2: Yeah. Uh, interesting. Well, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people, um, at least on Twitter, you know I live on Twitter. Um, a lot of people weren't really happy with him selling his share to Jack Dorsey because they thought like, oh, you know, uh, title <clears throat> title was supposed to be an app for the people, by the people, whatever happened to that type of thing. Um, I don't know what you think about that. Like, what do you, what do you think about that whole thing? Because I, I'm not really like, I'm not, I don't feel any way about him. He's, he's a businessman at the end of the day, he's trying to make money. Um, and he did, he, he flipped his didn't he flip it. Like it started off title started off as like four or 5 million and he sold it for 56. Like, that's a crazy, I, I think, I think I read that. I, I want to I say I'm, like, 70% sure I read something like that where he where he nearly quadrupled his his money by selling titles. So like, I don't, know. I don't know.
3: I think there's a bigger play at, at hand here, man. People got to give Jay-Z, like, the benefit of the doubt sometimes, man, and just see the bigger picture. Because him going to Square and working with, um, you know, Jack Dorsey and all of that, and him having actually a space on the board, you know, at Square, he'll be able to make decisions. And Squares getting into more music and stuff like that. So you never really know. With the seat on the board, he might be able to do more. So I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm just gonna wait, watch back, and see where this move really takes and what comes of it.
2: Again, for me, I'm I'm just kind of I'm not indifferent about the whole thing, but like at the end of the day, I just know Jay-Z is a guy who looks at himself as a businessman first and he's gonna try to sell and make profit. Like for him, it's nothing about um, You know, for the people by the people is is like a very nice thing to say. Sure, it's a very nice thing to say. But at the end of the day, you gotta understand that that man's first priority is for Jay Z and his family, and by Jay Z and his family, of course, yeah. And if he can, if he can make it better for his family by selling and quadrupling the amount of money that he makes, then whatever.
3: Family, yeah, right. It's a doggy dog world, man. It's either my family eats or your family eats. At the end of the day, so. Just don't put so much stock in, in, into Jay-Z trying to be a savior and all of that. Like, well, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Benefit yeah. of the doubt. We'll see. Yeah. We shall see. You're right. Uh, I, got person, person... I got issues trust with billionaires. I got, I got a theory with billionaires, man. <laughs> got a theory with billionaires? No billionaires. Nice. You ever met a nice billionaire?
2: Uh, oh yeah no 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 billionaire is nice you you have to you have to i agree i've never met a billionaire but i'm imagining that no billionaire is nice because i'd imagine you've had to probably screw over a lot of people in your life to become a million (laughs) just uh, like
3: how spotify screwed over tory lanes bro
2: (laughs) i was actually gonna bring that up i was gonna say uh speaking of benefit of the doubts someone i will not be giving the benefit of the doubt (laughs) for is tory lanes and spotify look
5: i look first and foremost i want to shout out all the umbrellas all my fans out there for what y'all just did we number one with the R&B capsule on the R&B charts of iTunes Music. We number one on the R&B charts of Apple Music. What y'all did right there, what people don't understand, my music right now, the platforms got it in a way where when you look at my uh when you look at the, the homepage of these platforms, you can't even find my music. You can't find it nowhere. It's as if I never even dropped nothing. So in order for people to actually have my music chart anywhere, they gotta go search for it and individually look for my name and all kind of stuff like that. And it's crazy because they brought it to number one. But I just ask like, at some point, when does this not seem to be unfair to y'all? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like y'all are treating me as somebody that y'all think I am and not treating me as the person that I actually am. And that's not fair. Y'all don't know my life, y'all know my music. My music is on the top of charts, which means there's a demand for my music. If there's a demand for my music, it's y'all job to curate that music to the people there's a demand from. That's all I ask, is treat me fairly. At the end of the day, if we wanna talk about business
2: and it being a business thing, As a business, Spotify has the right to literally do whatever the fuck it wants with your music. It doesn't have to promote it. It doesn't have to do anything for you. It doesn't have to put it number one if they don't want to. They don't have to. They don't have to. Even you think if, okay, look, my project could be the greatest project of all time. I'll drop something tomorrow. If Spotify doesn't like me, they don't have the they don't need (coughs) it. They don't need to, they don't need to, especially if they, especially if you're a person that is a part of an ongoing criminal case. I don't think, I don't think I would personally see any reason to, I remember last year, six nine had the same issue with Spotify when he dropped his album and he was like, yo, Spotify screwing me over. They haven't put me number one on the charts on the charts. You see this. And you know, and it's just, it's like, bro, of course they're not going to put you number one. They're Spotify. And if they put a guy who was in a trial proceeding as number one on their thing.
3: Uh, I got to stop you. You you got inserted the clip of him handing out his CDs in New York City. (laughs) You want to buy my CD? You want to buy my CD? You're 100% right, though, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, look, Look, like realistically, Spotify, Apple Music, all those places, they're not going to promote an artist that has an ongoing criminal case, regardless of what kind of case it is. It's just it's just dumb. They wouldn't do it. So realistically, Tory Lanez has nothing to do. And honestly, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think it's kind of weird that like. He's, he's just going to go on and say, uh, oh, you know what? They're they're blackballing me. And you know what? They're doing this. And it's like, I don't think it's necessarily about that, to be honest with you.
3: No, it's not about that. It's not about that. <clears throat> you, don't, you don't have to play the race card all the time. I know, I know it's a lot of people's favorite card to play, especially in these times, but you don't have to play all the time. And that's what we doing in the situation, man. Like, it's like, what do you expect, man? It goes back to the whole issue that we had we talk about ooh, back to jack dorsey and how he banned trump off twitter like you banned a sitting president of the united states regarding of people not liking him you you banned the most powerful person's position in office whether you don't like him or not could be any person in that role and it's basically like it's your it's their platform fam so it's whatever they want to do like you were saying it's their platform if they don't want you on it they can get you off it same thing for spotify man if you don't want to if you don't want to buy by the rules and stuff like that you got to get off it go somewhere else but the thing is, when you try to go somewhere else, these companies have all this money that they end up just buying all these places, buying all these small places. Like what's about to happen to Clubhouse? Twitter just go and do something completely similar. And now Clubhouse is going to be dead in like a few months.
2: Yeah. Uh, Well, that's that's the funniest part of this whole thing. I I don't think they're going to shut down. I don't think clubhouse will shut down. I don't think any app like a clubhouse will shut down because a lot of
3: people don't like the functionality of the Twitter version. Mm -hmm. Um, It kind of shut down, but be uh, less successful, especially when people are able to go back outside, like who's going to want to be in a in a in a clubhouse on an actual like top. From when you can actually go outside i'm gonna
2: go be home. honest with you i think uh i think it's gonna hinder all <laughs> the types of apps like that like i feel like th- these are very temporary apps because of the pandemic but once people start going out more i don't think we'll see people on clubhouse or locker room as much maybe right. maybe but at the same time a lot of people are saying that like this has replaced their podcasting like it's legitimately replaced what mm-hmm. they avoid in terms of podcasting like instead of going and listening to random people's podcasts, they've created a community for themselves on clubhouse or locker room or Twitter. And they like listening to those people instead. It's weird, but it kind of does make sense because it's more of a small knit community and you can all kind of interact with each other's content. It's like this. It's like this content bubble that you create for yourself by always being in these conversations with these people. So it, it, it's like these networks that have now popped up just because of it, you know? it's interesting it's an interesting thing to look forward to in like five ten years to see where podcasting and audio stuff progresses as and speaking of six nine like when you know i was just talking about him with the whole tory lane spotify issue he's he's back in it saying some crazy stuff um about T's brother who recently passed and you know drake got on the phone with him and and shared a conversation with him as well um yeah let's let's actually play that clip of what drake said to pushy I, I
1: just want to send you my condolences man you know and um and just let you know like the cycle of life is so unfair you know sometimes it just hits us so hard like money money can't change that you know something i just went through too with one of my friends but i just want you to know g like you're you're, you're doing something that a lot of people can't do man you're rising above and providing for your your family your friends with hard work um, you know it's something just know that everybody you know got to witness and I'm sure they're all just just proud of you and have the most love for you in their heart, you know, and that's something that I just want you to know. You know, in a tough time like this, I just want you to realize, you know, what you what you've been able to accomplish in this in this short time and what you still have in front of you. And um I'm just get, wishing you strength, you know, in these times, man. Um, and, and just enjoy the love from your people.
2: So then six, nine comes and, and, you know, starts saying stuff about Pooh And I guess I think push had said something to six, nine initially. And, and you know, mm. it's a whole back and forth, but at the same time, man, like, I just think this, we've said it so many times. I feel like we've talked about six, nine, so many times over the past couple of podcasts, whatever he's doing, whatever strategy he has right now, it's not going to end well for him. Like it, it, he just, he can't be going on this, this path continuously and expecting this, a different result, you know? Um, it's kind of insane to see that even outside when he's gotten out of prison, he's still kind of behaving the same way that he was before. And he really hasn't changed his marketing method. He hasn't changed his method in terms of promotion. And it's a dangerous game to play, man. Like he's constantly towing the line. And at some point, you know, he might get got and that's, that's, that's unfortunate because at the end of the day, it's just going to be another rapper that gets kind of lost to the streets uh even though six nine is is as controversial as it can get as a rapper but it it's just weird to me man that he doesn't really change his approach whatsoever
3: yeah man it's like i'm pretty i think i don't know i think i think maybe after like this week or something like that we might take a little break from from talking to six times i'm gonna stop putting this on the deck but i only had to put that in there because of what drake had to say and i thought what he was saying was like very powerful and people might want to hear it on the pod but his days are basically numbered, man, just like the level of disrespect. It doesn't make sense, you know, going after the dead, you know what I mean? It's just like they can't talk back to you anyways. Like they can't even, you know, defend themselves to begin with. And you just keep can't doing the same actions over and over again and expect to live a very long life. So I don't know, man, if his music doesn't sell, then he can't afford to pay his bills to keep his security and they have their own lives to live as well, too. You don't think these guys have families and children to take care of themselves? You think when it really comes down to, it, at the end of the day, they're really going to put a bullet in front of you and really save your life rather than go home to their family? I highly doubt it, man. So keep doing what you're doing, and something's going to happen, man. So, like, I don't, I don't know. Is This is, like, pretty fucked up and very very disrespectful.
2: Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Um, Anyways, that's... But- that- yeah.
3: We'll leave uh, it at that. On a higher note, on a higher note, we got performances, performances, performances. Speaking of that, actually, speaking of performances, you hear about Oprah doing that interview for, um, what's her face, uh, Meghan Markle and my guy? and and
2: oh and i'm very very <laughs> I'm, that's gonna be my all-star game i don't know about you guys but i'm gonna be
3: watching
2: that's why i confused the timings i just realized because that starts at eight o'clock and i yeah. realized that's i confused my timings because of that anyways uh yeah i'm hella excited for that yeah
3: man it's okay that's what i was wondering to you i'm like yeah it's sort of like the all-star event starts 6 30 but they're getting seven million to do this interview which is ridiculous by the way seven million dollars to sit down with oprah for an all tell-out interview each, I, or, hmm? each, or oh, I, I probably has a couple seven million each. I don't know. That's big bang. <laughs> That's big Yo, Oprah bang. got that. Oprah got that light. Work. I don't think she's giving. Well, actually, yeah, she probably, well, yeah, she got that. I will probably say, probably
2: um, I think it, it's actually funny because I know the queen is actually making a press conference right now, 5.30. She's supposed to be talking. Um, and I think some of it has to do with the tabloids and whatever, <laughs> which is funny as hell. So, like, it's just.
3: I actually smacked smacked the shit out of Nick and Mark.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's funny because, like, I actually think. Uh, this goes to show you how fake the monarchy is. Like there's like there, it's legitimately like they're like the Kardashians of England. <laughs> like that, <laughs> that's what it feels like. No, that's right. what it feels like. I don't I don't care about no loyal bl- royal blood.
3: You think you I know care crazy about it? we're gonna lose all our UK listeners, bro. You know how much you live there, bro. You know how much they love the Royals. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, but you know how much Americans love the Kardashians, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's good timing. Have you seen how much keep with the Kardashians do on a weekly number yeah. the viewership? Jeez. and 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 yeah, exactly.
2: look, I'm not saying they're comparable in terms of what they do, of course not. but in terms of like how many people love the Kardashians versus how many people love the uh, the the royal family in England? Almost, it's it's sadly almost the same. It's sad. It's disappointing, but, but at the same time, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the Megan thing uh, interview. Should be good. Should be good. I'm excited for that. I guess I'm excited for the All Star weekend. Although honestly, everything around it has made it less and less exciting. Joel Embiid tested positive, or Joel Embiid and and, and
3: Ben the, Simmons too. Ben Simmons,
2: they didn't test positive, but they'll be out for the game. So, uh, hey, by the way, we got meter or what?
3: Oh, of course, man. We got some of the meter before. All right.
2: All right, so what we got today for the hoop Meter is a group by the name of NBH. Members are Badge and Steez. They just finished up a new track with Bay Area star, Nef the Pharaoh. Uh, The recording has a jazzy, old-school vibe that listeners quickly fall in love with from the start of the beat. Uh, For major opportunities, previous releases have included Andre Nicotina, excuse me, Joey Fats, and a number of Spotify uh oh oh. Spotify you know they've been on a lot of playlists let me just say say that you know release radar they've been on that they're oh, doing cool. their thing let's just say they're doing their thing okay. lady she's nice over the last 5 years Jay badge has been building his music catalog and we got to see all the hard work come to fruition with his two major features from neff the pharaoh and joey fats j badge is also known for his music promotion company started at just 19 years old let's give a shout out to my guy j badge new waves network which is still available today for independent artists looking for organic ways to get their music heard so that you can find them on twitter underscore j badge underscore on ig underscore j badge on uh, ig for steez at steez xo and you can go on Twitter and find them at New Waves Records to see most of their stuff as well. So let's give a listen to Pain Music featuring Jay Badge, Steez, and Neff the Pharaoh.
6: Worry about this pain that we holdin' in This shit ain't funny, but the money keep us with a grin And don't deny that NBA's gon' be the gang to win We was trapping, you was acting for the Instagram And Lord forgive me for my darkest days But we gon' pop that Percocet and make another play Gotta be aware, cause these niggas watch the moves you make I started winning, I ain't know it really came with hate I let
5: the haters, so a free promotion Percocets got her hook and now she needs her dosage I don't be around snakes i over right. Twenty years, 20 never switch. so we still tight. Wrap it up, double select, break and make the bird fly. Streets cold. I want to see my kids, so I got five. I had to believe in myself, mo. I'm out top. Bitch five. I'm signed to my own record label. It is not John. I
3: like that. I like that. You can hear the pain in the bars, man. You can hear the pain in the bars. I love that when you can just hear music and then you can just hear exactly. They're passionate. They're passionate. I you felt that.
2: Yeah. I, 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 actually, I agree. I, I love the jazzy vibe to it. And you know, exactly how they said in terms of like, you'll just fall in love with it immediately. That's totally true. Um, I like the production aspect. I really like Neff, the Pharaoh's verse. I love what he threw on there. Um, I, I like the vibe, man, y'all, y'all got some bars, man. And the bars mm-hmm. are heavy. They're deep. They're, they're painful. You like you said, you can paint, feel the emotion behind it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. J badge and steez, they got something, something going for them. I can definitely see it. Um, I, I do say though i do say some myself if i do say so okay sorry i do say though um you know production is always something that we should always try to aim better at and get better at as artists especially like the mixing and mastering aspect of things and that's just going to come with time you know i mean that's just going to get figured out uh they're stars in the making from what i can see and obviously they're they're doing a lot of great things on the business side of things as well helping people get their promotions and and helping people get to the point where they want to be in their careers so shout out to them shout out to Jay Bad, shout out to steez and nbh for doing that super dope man excited to see them grow
3: uh, but for sure man Definitely go show them Our no good podcast Love out there man All our listeners Go and stream their music Go support that love And uh yeah Stream it Like it Follow them Give them views These guys are on to big things Until next time This a Of the no good, is good is podcast We'll see you soon Yeah. He only got time It's painting
5: my rhymes. Get to finish the on. only net help And I am not drunk Instead of stepping With my tool bitch Never let their wet peaks You can smell it in my doobie. I got a San Francisco bitch that like boosting.
6: And don't be worried about this pain that we holding in. This shit ain't funny, but the money keep us with a grin. And don't deny that NBA told me the gang to win. We was trapping, you was acting for the Instagram. And Lord forgive me for my darkest days But we gon' pop that Percocet and make another play Gotta be aware, cause these niggas watch the moves you made. I started winning, I ain't know it really came with eight I started winning, perfect timing, all it really takes It's hard work and dedication, this is not a phase I'ma pop this pill and I pray I see the whole day I can't even lie, still devil in my old ways In Fairfield, where we know the night's by first name Just, just ate some mushrooms and hit the booth like Mac Dre uh. Yeah, for real, I'm that way I roll up on my doobies, but I don't even check the ashtray Yeah, for real, I'm that way I be with the twins and my brothers since the Buzz days Ay. I got the city on my back, nigga Ain't nothing special, I just smoke dope and rap, nigga Rap, niggas, work to trade off an ass, nigga We laugh niggas, got me laughing on the track I don't go back and forth with niggas, we too rich for that I'm only worried about the feds and if a nigga rat I see my mama in my dream and we couldn't chat They play a son overseas and I can't tell her that My head fucked up for real Itching off of them pills, sweating, but I got the chills, it's real And don't be worried about this pain that we holding in This shit ain't funny, but the money keep us with a grin And don't deny that MBH gon' be the gang to win We was trapping, you was acting for the Instagram and Lord forgive me for my darkest days But so we gon' pop that Percocet and make another play Gotta be aware cause these niggas watch the moves you make I started winning, I ain't know it really came with eight Gotta be aware around that crowd they gon' change shapes
4: Jack nigga, that nigga, bitch I came a Same rate, i get you busted on the same day, Aim day. That's that I don't need a train, they devil on my back with these little demons Bitch, I chain the scenic world up on my shoulders, you can't see the shit that we be seeing I be making plays, foul mouth, bitch, I am the reason Geeking on four seasons, by that treason, then he get the leaking Like they ain't never seen you do shit He the shit, that ain't shit, you just fool, bitch, rude bitch She be changing colors like a Rubik's, nuisance Now they wanna hop up on my new shit, but they ain't it I'm a pick, who is you kid, Loose shit, look like April 1992, quick, too swift, look it down, rock how we rockin', I put the pedal to the metal, and took off like a raggedy fools, be hatin', obnoxious, I turned the game to a mind, shitty fools, be hatin', but if I know that hating shit toxic, I know. You couldn't feel two feet on a centipede. And I ain't asking for no bitches to remember me. I'm asking that we blast and stash it under the mattress. And act as if nothing happened. Establish that we them factors and grab it. Don't ever drag it and never let no one have it. I'm adding to shit that's added. Ecstatic by what the stats is I'm on. And I ain't really tripping off no damn thing. I'm finna show 'em how we campaign. Alright. Said so I ain't tripping off no damn thing. I'm finna show 'em how we campaign. Alright.
0: That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP.